Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rehapos podcast. We're here to talk about episode five today, also known as the finals of Group B. Exciting stuff. The third wild card's about to come out. Exciting stuff. I'm happy to be here. Can't wait to dive into all of it with you. I'm Puya, the camera, Zen Bakili, back at it again, ready to go. And as always, I'm never alone. I gotta have someone here with me because if I was talking about this on my own, I would have gone mad long ago. But instead, I get to have a fun time and hang out with the one, the only Liana the Kettle Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited. It's weird to call this the Group B Finals when there's five contestants, although I guess really only four because we have to talk about the game-changing episode that we watched on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, game-changing indeed, um, or so they want us to believe. <laughs> so basically, to quickly talk about the format that they've set up here for us, we're going to be going into next week it's going to be the group a finals so we're going to mm-hmm. meet the last wild card in group a as well and then we're going down to a super eight so there's two more than last time last season was super six what do you think of that real quick of the super eight versus the super six yeah i mean i guess i'm okay with it i I do think it's going to be interesting because we've never seen them do eight performances in one. Is it going to be at two hours? But then I don't even think we've seen seven performances in an hour episode. So I'm just like a little confused, I guess, with this Um, word about exactly what the format is going to look like. Well, the last time they had a bigger group like this, I don't remember specifically when the last time was, but I recall the premiere of season two had two groups, right? And we saw it was like a two-hour thing. So I, I assume yeah, it it's going to be two hours because um, there's no way. At best, they've been able to stick six into a into a group. And given how much more um, they like as the seasons have progressed, I feel like we're getting a lot more character development. Let's call it content from the mm-hmm. host, the judges. So they're gonna want that stuff in there. So I do think that they're just gonna give us a longer episode, which I'm not. I'm not upset about at all. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not upset about if they want to do a two hour thing, but then it's like, okay, well, so then are they going to do two hours the week after as well? Because the seven, I don't know, whatever, they'll figure it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know yeah. why I'm like planning their TV schedule for them. Like they I know. can't do it themselves. <laughs> yeah, there might be it might be two two hour ones, or it's like a first one's two hour, then they'll try and like keep it a neat pack on the second one. I don't know. What I no. do know yeah. is that I've been having fun this season. Five episodes in. It's been very good so far for me. I, I haven't really had much to complain about, and I'm not really looking for anything to complain about. I've just been a lot of things instead to be thankful for. And at the top, let me just say special thank you to everybody who has left a rating and review for us these past couple weeks. It's meant a lot. We are about four away from 100, which was the goal, and I couldn't be happier. So thank you so much for that. If you would like to leave a rating and review, feel free to go over to robhaswebsite.com slash masked singer that's m-a-s-k-e-d-s-i-n-g-e-r you are all leopards and i appreciate every single one of you should i be updating that because i feel like unless you you are a mass singer truther and you've been oh yeah like that's season two reference is there what's the replacement for me now um, i feel like personally? you haven't had i don't know well it, you have to listen in your heart what has spoken to you what contestant speaks to you in the same way that the leopard spoke to you I feel like the Robo Pine can get me there potentially. <laughs> you are but all Robo Pines to me. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't like doesn't slide off ring, the tongue. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't have the same ring to it. No, well, you keep the, thinking. we'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. At some point, I will declare who, but for now, all you need to know is that I like the leopard and no one else did. So you, when I say I like the leopard, it's a compliment. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad we said right. that. We settled it. So, Liana, we're back again two weeks in a row talking about the same group. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, they could have get, went the route of, well, let's just go back to group A final, then group B final. I think specifically there was a reason why this ended up being pulled first. But ultimately, what do you think? Because I would argue yeah. that they could have just swapped wild cards. Uh, my guess is, is that they probably thought that this was going to be group A. And so, but then when they actually ended up airing it, they called it great. I don't know, whatever the magic of television. All right. Because yeah, it was like kind of clunky the way that they did it. Although I will say now that we had the contestant revealed who was revealed tonight, essentially a freebie episode for the other four contestants. But I do feel like Group A also got a freebie with Kermit the Frog, right? Like Kermit the Frog was clearly a casting stunt. You know what I mean? Like the raccoon should not have lasted that long. So in the same way that Nick Cannon was a casting stunt here, I feel like Kermit the Frog was a casting stunt in Group A. So kind of like each got a bye week, if that makes sense. No, that's actually a very good point. I did forget about the fact that technically Kermit was there to like be like, whoa, they got Kermit the Frog nuts. So that makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense. Can I just say, though, can I just say last week Mm -hmm. I said that one of these wild cards, Nick Cannon, and then boom, next week, Mm -hmm. what happened? Here's the thing, though. I will admit this when I'm, you know, I'm not going to like take full credit for this because I literally said for episode six, because episode six is called in the nick of time. I was like, what if he's the wild card there? I did. I think he was going to be in the ultimate one. No, I didn't. But Mm. it's like, I'll take a halfy. That was a good one for me. That was a good one. Yeah, but in the nick of time, still maybe, okay, now he's back full time. That's what it is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, he's back in full, which is sad because I loved Nisi's intro this episode. (laughs) I know. I'm sad to see her go. (laughs) Uh, Damn you, Nick Cannon. He should just continue to compete as the bulldog and then we all just like move on from that. Well, part of me was like, again, you know, there are other shows that have two hosts. 
Like, I was because mm-hmm. could there be a way? Could there be a way that you can include Nisi? Because like losing Nisi is not okay with me. I like mm-hmm. Nisi's dynamic with the judges. She's literally in four episodes, has rapport with all four of them, and has enough banter to be able to call any of them out for your bad guesses. Where I feel like Nick has not really had that before. And I'm going to mm-hmm. miss that kind of approach because Nick has that with Ken, but everyone has that with Ken. A five-year-old could step up and be like, Ken, your guess is stupid. And he'll be like, sorry, baby. Sorry. Sorry, baby. And he'll sit down. <laughs> oh, thank or, God. At least he did, he called the kid baby, not daddy. That would have been so it would awkward. Be, it would be That's very weird. So awkward. Yeah. So I feel like she has that. Like I feel like she's called out multiple judges for their guesses. So yeah, for sure. I'm going to miss that from her. Yeah, I agree. All right, so then let's just jump in, Liana. Let's just jump into the Black Swan here. And can you take it away on this? Yeah, so, okay, so the Black Swan, it's so, so the interesting thing about now having these groups back to back compared to having like group A, group B, group A, group B is I can actually maybe remember the thoughts that I had had in the previous week. So, for example, I was flashing back to our conversation that we had had about the Black Swan as we were kind of going through some of the clues here. So the major things that I got from her were the the holding up of the mirror. I don't know if that means something or it was just a stylistic choice, but this was like all about her own beginnings, how she started her career, and she mailed her auditions with no face, and then there was like the 10-10-10, the kind of like judging reality show kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And then she was on the biplane and there were the pile of leaves, the weird looking black cat, which was actually super terrifying. And then the clue for me that like completely solidified what I was saying last week. I think we're on the same page, but okay. Yeah. The words Montana written on the bag (laughs) and then she rejected it. I was like, did I not read to you last week? She rejected Hannah Montana. And I was like, I don't even know what this means, but isn't this fascinating? As soon as I saw that she rejected, I was like, I'm a genius. (laughs) No, that was it's a done deal for me. Yeah. That was was like one of those moments where. You randomly read this piece of trivia out. I was like, oh, wow, I did not know that. And then the next week I was like, I know that. I know that now. Like that happened. (laughs) I know. I know. I was like, oh, my God, Montana. Oh, and then when the I can't remember it was Jenny who said, oh, someone from Hannah Montana. No, 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 Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Because she rejected it. Oh, oh, it was like it felt I felt so justified. I was amazing. I, I felt cloud nine for the rest of the episode. And then there was some other stuff. There was like a dinosaur spot on candy heart letter whatever who cares oh so happy yeah i i think that that is literally the only clue for me that i could connect because it's just too obvious no one else to my knowledge has rejected montana and i'm assuming full-on it's hannah montana so yeah. the rest of the clues did, did need not make sense to me um at this point <laughs> if if you have the same guess we do audience and you know how the clues connect to her please at us that i'm okay with that again don't at me other theories specifically about her feel free to add us um so that you're like oh yeah so the three tens mean this i would like to know that well no 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 because jojo was on we talked about this last time also she was on a uh competition uh show it wasn't like like kid Uh, kid talent show thing yeah kids with uh, kids with talent oh uh america's most talented kid but like did that have like a gymnastics three tens thing or is jojo 30 now like i don't necessarily think that 
Like that's what I'm saying. I don't know. So I would like if anyone knows. You know what? Well, Jojo's exactly 30, thirty years old. She's thirty because she's my age. That's how I remember. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is that is that? Let, let us know if you have the other connections here because I do not. Uh, okay, leaves could be referencing leave, obviously. Get out, um, leave right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Is there anything about cats? <laughs> uh, she was Catholic. That's, that's <laughs> that, so that not what that is. Catholic. No, no, it does not. All right. Oh, okay. Then would you like to talk about her performance now then? Oh, yeah. So this was super interesting because so obviously she doesn't know the other contestants and I don't know how they exactly go about the song choice. But to pick a Whitney Houston song when possibly Bobby Brown is there just really made me like, wait, what? Oh, oh. Um, because she does. How will I know? And I could just imagine Bobby in the background being like, this ain't it (laughs) or something like that. Uh, But anyway, obviously, she's an amazing singer. I just feel like to do a Whitney Houston song is so, so hard because Whitney is like the Whitney is it, you know, and so I I think she did a fine job. She did a good job is a really, you know, it's a, like Whitney is a tough act to perform. I still think she did a great job, but obviously when it doesn't like quite hit like Whitney does it, then it's, you know, there's always like a, something a little bit missing. Wow. Like I feel like if you're going to come in and do, I mean, compared to the original, you know what I mean? But I still think that she was one of the top performances of the night. I like you are very much to me selling this performance short, in my opinion. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is it's all about frame of reference. Right. So if I have a so like I'm going to talk about it with the piglets also is like I have a very specific frame of reference for this song. And so for someone to come in and do it, like I still think she did a great job. It's just hard to hold a candle to the original. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, the piglet. In my, you're saying one of the top. I think they started off like with the strongest person. I think mm-hmm. that, um, rightfully, this was the performance that puts the Black Swan into the conversation of front runners to win. In my, oh, opinion. I think no, no. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I still think she's absolutely a front runner. She has to make the finals. I would expect her to be in the final three. Although seahorse concept aside, right? So I'm not, uh. I'm not discounting her for that, right? And I still think the performance was great. Like ten out of ten, not nine and a half out of ten. Ten, ten, ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. I yeah. So I thought that the the like the swan dancers looked good. I was good with them. They were cool. Uh, the colored ball things were cool too. The statues, I liked the stage. Like I liked everything that encompassed this performance, mm-hmm. aside from just the vocals themselves, which I thought were great. And uh, yeah, I definitely very much was a big fan of this. I got worried because now, spoiler alert, the next person was the piglet. And I was like, you're really stacking the two good ones here at the top. And it made me worried for what was to come later. But no, Black Swan's performance was phenomenal. And it was very clear that the the judges loved it as well. Now, Nisi says that she's bribed the men in black to rob something from the houses of the contestants. So here comes the meaningful object clue. And this was some unicorn thing. So do you have any theories about what this unicorn thing means? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was still riding my high from the, uh, <laughs> the Montana bag. So it took me a little bit, but it was weird because she says the Black Swan says um that this commemorates a singer who has passed away. Mm-hmm. And then Jenny was like, Oh yeah, this reminded me of Tori Spelling. 
Uh, I had to Google if Tori Spelling had passed. No, away. she's. Uh, yeah, I thought that was <laughs> yeah, stupid. I, I was like, yeah, it was weird. Way to miss the. It's like as if she didn't listen she, to the yeah, black. Swan. Yes, exactly. It was like the black swan literally just told you that this is related. This <laughs> is commemorated a singer who has passed away. So I'm sorry. In what universe is this some halfway clue that has to go through Tori Spelling? What? Yeah, I don't know of any like. Obviously, I know of musicians that have passed, but I don't know of any that have any link to JoJo. I also do not know of any who were like known as the unicorn or like, Mm -hmm. you know, unicorn being synonymous with something unique. Like, I don't know if someone's like with distinctions. I have I don't know much about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I look, all I will say is that. Well, maybe I need to rewatch Group A. So, okay, ask me after next week. But after this week, the Black Swan for me is by far the overall best singer. And I would have her as my winner pick. But again, I'm having seahorse flashbacks. So I'm like a little terrified. But I think she above and beyond for me is the winner. At least at this moment in time. Black Swan, Piglet. Can you remind me who the the top were from A? a- yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I need to I need to re-see them again before I make this. Like, oh, okay, Russian Dolls, Robopine, yeah. Seashell. Yes. Oh, and I need Black to hear Crap. Seashell again to see if it's a top four or top five. Ah, yes. Uh, mm, wait, are you including Piglet in that? Yes. Okay, interesting. Yeah. You wouldn't put Piglet in the mix there. I don't know. Do you want to just do you want to slide and talk about the Piglet? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get through. Um. Oh, the other thing that I thought was funny though about the Black Swan was when Ken was like, "You have a free pass to come on, so I think I can see your voice." It's like, "Don't do it, girl. Don't do it." (laughs) Although I will watch that episode if she. No, well, he said that Brenda's song had a free pass to go to. I think I can see your voice. Well, I thought he's like, "You are." I think your Brenda song and you, Black Swan, can come on anytime. But anyway, whatever. I thought yeah. So I took it as he, she, he had given her a standing invite in the past. I don't know. Oh, whatever. And I'm bored. Yeah. Ain't nobody watching that show. (laughs) Okay. The piglet. (laughs) Yeah. So the piglet. Um, I don't know much about it, but was this one big babe, the pig reference with the spider and the barn? Yeah. Oh, that makes much more sense. Uh, (laughs) in retrospect. Yeah. But why did he rub a magic lamp? That, I don't know. Babe, and then right? why was he feeding corn to a spider? Oh, uh, yeah, that was weird. I thought so. OK, so who do you think the spider is? Do you think the spider is Vanessa? Oh, or so, just someone. Simpson. It was someone unexpected who turned my life around. And because of her, now I'm a family man. Then it's got to be Vanessa. It's got to be Vanessa, right? Yeah. Because he didn't have kids with Jessica. Not to my knowledge. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, there's a Nicholas Shea yeah. kids. How many kids do they have? Okay, so the two got married in 2011, became parents in 2012. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Oh my god, family. Oh, family of five. So they had five kids. They have three kids. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's got to be Vanessa. I wonder how she feels being, uh, being a little spider that gets fed corn. Which again, that was still super weird. Is corn like the national food of a state or something? <sighs> like Iowa. Is he from Iowa? Uh, let's find out. Because, uh, yeah, the Corn Husker state, the Corn Huskers, whatever. 
Oh, he's from Kentucky. Does Kentucky have something to corn? Oh. No, <laughs> yeah, but he the, didn't feed the spider yeah. uh, fried, fried chicken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the, my KFC knowledge. So, okay, so there's this genie lamp, and then out of the genie lamp comes out the spider. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then the spider is fed corn. <laughs> so that's the thing that's happening. Yep. Which I, I, I don't understand, but that's fine. Maybe it's just like they just had a corn prop. There's like palm trees in between candles, which I'm not, if I'm looking at it, I'm just saying it's it's the love is blind connection again. Cause like, you know, it was like a tropical getaway type thing potentially. Mm-hmm. Or like um, it's the tropics, 98 degrees. It's hot in the tropics. True. They, they um, love to reference 98 degrees. <laughs> well, then the one of the men in black's wearing a blue ribbon that says one DR on it. Mm hmm. So oh, I think it's wonder, right? It's not. Yeah, it's like wonder, or is it like a one-hit wonder, or oh. Nick Lachey a one-hit wonder? Oh, he um, oh yes, uh, he had a my sister sent me this, so he had a guest appearance on One Tree Hill, and mm-hmm. I don't know if this references it, but it's like Nick Lachey. It's it's a clip from the Soup actually, because Joel McHale is giving it, and it's a segment called "Stay Out of It, Nick Lachey." I'll send it to you later. Anyway, it's hilarious. I don't know if that's relevant at all, but that's a thing that, that didn't end when I said wonder you reacted like he has a song or something, and then <laughs> yeah, you went on one, a different tangent. <laughs> oh, but one tree hill wonder one tree hill. <laughs> that's close. Close enough. So, okay. So it's interesting what you said about the Whitney song. You're like, I'm referencing it to Whitney who did it better. Like Whitney's amazing. So I'm not mm-hmm. giving the performance that much. I don't like the original song. That the piglet performed here. I don't like seven years. I don't like this song. So I thought this was phenomenal. Uh, I loved it very much. It was I better than the original. You know, I hear so many people crap on that song, Seven Years by Lucas Graham. Y'all just don't have taste. <laughs> I why can't Lucas why Graham. can't we why can't we both have the opinion? You can have the positive and I can have the negative. Don't don't yuck my yum. I won't yuck your yum. All right, fine. Enjoy your enjoy your yum. And all I'm going to say is I love Lucas Graham. Um, and so I love this song. And so I have the same opinion that I did about the Whitney song, which is that I love the original version. And so there was also the weird thing about this performance where is it did he get censored? Did liquor get censored or did he forget the words or did he not have the breath control to go through with that line? Because I it, it was don't super know weird. So, oh, I don't know. It felt super awkward. It was super weird. I hated it. Also, the Tartan houses as backup dancers were super, no, super weird. The, the the vocals were great. I didn't get to. I believe we got tweeted this, and I thousand percent agree. By far, the weirdest backup dancers we've ever had on the Mass <laughs> Singer with these houses that were like dressed in plaid. Like I don't know what was going on. I didn't. I hated it. I hated these houses. Like it just, I can't tell if they're da- like, I can only see the legs moving. What is, how is that helping me at all? Um, mm-hmm. Didn't like that. And then I couldn't decide like, is the background like a pirate ship type motif? Like, is it, is it like a silo? Like I couldn't figure out where we were and why these houses were there. Like what part of the theme are they? Are they barns? Mm-hmm. Are they just barns dressed in the piglets? Like, green platy look i didn't i didn't understand it 
Yeah, they were definitely matching him. Also, I noticed a few times the camera focused on the propeller, like that was the selling point of the performance, which I felt was very distracting. I'm looking at the background now. It looks like a barn in the background, and I think those two things are silos. I don't know. Again, very Babe the Pig then, if that's what that's supposed to be, right? Yeah. I feel like I would have... Maybe I would have loved it a lot better if if the piglet was more so like designed to portray a more sassy pig like the piggy bank from Toy Story. I would like that better. Mm. Um, I don't again. I just (laughs) I've never been behind this rosy cheeked like nerdy looking piglet who is uh, has a great voice. I just haven't gotten behind this costume. So the backup dancers do not help me. Um, Didn't he come out and he was like twerking in the first episode? Uh, yes. <laughs> Did I make that? Okay, that's real. I didn't make that up because I do feel like they made him drop that character somehow. I mean, I don't know if there was much. I I don't think the piglet has decided what direction the piglet's going. Oh well, obviously he. That's why he was not wearing the one dr ribbon because he hadn't picked the direction yet. Yes. Get it. I you're very funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a genius. Yes. Yes, you are. So then we're given the dog tags as the meaningful item. And there's soldier dog tags. They represent the most important thing in their life. And there's the letter P. Do one of his kids have the letter P for a name or do you think this is just P for Piglet? Okay, I read somewhere that he wears dog tags with his kids' name on names on them. Okay, um, so that's good enough for me. So I'm gonna guess, but I I couldn't remember. If, now that we know he's got three kids, I thought I only had two, so I don't remember. He said there's three things on there, so that makes me think that it's his kids, and that's it's the reference. two dog tags and a third item, hmm. and the third item is the letter P. Hmm. Well, maybe the third kid's not special enough to get his own dog tags. Or very special to get like a bedazzled letter P. Ooh. Picking favorites. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, none of these guesses were my favorites, um, mm. unless you count Nicole Scherzinger's Kevin Richardson, because, you know, Kevin's my guy. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I felt like after Robin, maybe I give Robin too much credit because I'm always like, oh, he has to know who it is just based on his performances in previous seasons and how well he's done. But after the Wiz one, this this episode, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he is like, maybe he doesn't know. I It just it's good. Like from the clue, even just the clues, it screams 98 degrees. Literally. Well, no. Th- remember, we're the only ones that get the clue to do clue. They don't get that clue. So Mm. that's what gave us 98 degrees. We were only able to connect it to him through that clue. And then us knowing what love is blind is. Mm. So if he doesn't watch love is blind, they've referenced 98 degrees multiple times though. in the clues now, um, were any of them very scorchingly hot and like obvious or were they, complimented by the fact that we had (laughs) last week it was the 3528 inches per game which you convert that to yards it's 98 yards that's Uh, math though you were literally asking them to do conversions to get to the number uh excuse me did your math teacher not tell you that this would come in handy one day (laughs) no because i didn't operate through yards 
<laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, what is the English system? This is dumb. It's not yeah. just by tens. Yeah, I was like, listen, yeah, centimeters, okay. kilometers, what's miles? No. The only miles I recognize are eight mile and then 500 miles. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how many of those would you walk? 500, but then maybe 500 more. So maybe a thousand overall. Mm, okay. A cheeky thousand. Just, you know, just a cool con collected cheeky, cheeky 1,000, one grand, easy, easy mm-hmm. pickings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy don't pickings. All right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. You're a pretender. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes the, the imposter syndrome makes it so that I have to pretend sometimes. <laughs> the imposter syndrome is real. It, it really is. I, <sighs> my daily. Yeah. Um, also, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the fact that Jenny had never heard the song Seven Years by Lucas Graham? Like, wh- You're the guru, the pop culture guru, and you haven't heard this song. It has been overplayed on the radio. To yeah, that's death, why I don't girl. like it. It's it's overplayed and it's not great. It's okay. Oh, but that's not the song's fault that it's overplayed. But the lyrics are repetitive too, which doesn't help for me. Mm. Like, I can't. I don't know the lyrics because every line sounds like once I was blank years old. That's yeah, it. That's that's a, it's telling a story as you go through life. I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Eh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, so, listen. Like I said, don't yuck my yum. Don't get crabby with me. Because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the crab next, okay? Put the claws down. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So the crab. Click clack the crab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't no imitation, baby. This is the real deal. Because I'm glad you picked up on the alley oop I just threw your way. Yeah, well, of course. I well, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not that mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, fine. Then you can talk about the crab's clues. No, you you do it. I'm an imitation and you're not. Do it. Mm, hey. Okay, well, I'm going to get sushi and you can't have any. 
Okay, the, you didn't need to make another segue. We were already here. It's like, oh, we parked the car, but now I want to parallel it instead. Like, no, we've already we're already in the. Well, what, in the yeah, but what if I'm not between the lines? I have to like readjust. You know what I'm saying? No, we were we were fine. The car was off. <laughs> you turned okay, back on. Fine. Well, yeah, but I, maybe I didn't know I turned the car off. That's the thing. So we bought this new car. And it is like silent. I can't tell. I can't tell when it's on and when it's off. That sounds like a flex. Maybe I need hearing aids. Maybe, no, maybe it's you just actually adjust your car. How is that a self-burn if the car is silent? Can you hear it? He- what do you mean hear it? Okay, you know what? All right, never mind. To the crab. All right, so. What does that mean? Clues. It's not important. It's not important. Okay, so the crab. Hard to, uh, it's clearly unclear. So we're moving on. Okay, the crab. Hard to breathe on stage, and it was very hard emotionally for them to perform last week. And mm. then it was like the story of the crab's childhood when there was just a little baby crab got in all sorts of trouble. The mom tried to keep him on the straight and narrow, has a close relationship with his mom, uh, and then learned to cook, I guess. Uh, and then I kind of stopped paying attention. Big Ben clock, macaroni and cheese, and ribs. Those are all the things that I wrote down. Yeah, I mean, I wrote the same thing. <laughs> I wrote the same things down. Uh, and then I don't know. I don't know. A Big Ben was one. I was like, "Ooh, what's this?" It's Bobby um, Brown, baby. <laughs> but like Ben, BB. Yeah, but BB. Oh, it's like the Wendy Williams clue all over again. Big Could be Ben, BB Rexa though. Like that's not enough. It's that's not, not BB Rexa. It's not BB Rexa. They hated. No, no, really. You think I'm genuinely guessing <laughs> BB Rexa? You <laughs> no. are ridiculous. Uh. As far as like the yeah again the clues didn't do anything for me, um, but I'm also recognizing after the second clue package that this is n- someone who's outside of my pop culture knowledge, so I'm kind of leaving this with you because I'm just here to listen to the crap perform at this point. I mean, it's hard when you hear an idea, you hear a suggestion, and you just kind of get like stuck in that rabbit hole because now I'm trying to fit everything to Bobby Brown. <laughs> So, and for me, like re-listening to the clue package from last week and then hearing the clue package this week, I just can't help. And then the fact that they had more conversation as judges about it just really makes me feel like they, like they usually, I don't know, it just feels so obvious that they're going back to the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I really do feel like it's Bobby Brown and I am just anticipating each week like that's wild that's so wild i was pleasantly surprised with this performance i'm not gonna lie to you i definitely did not again like i said after the piglet i thought okay the show's gonna go downhill because they've literally stacked the top half of these performers at the as the first two and Mm -hmm. the bottom half isn't gonna be great but this was a great rendition I thought of Give It To Me Baby by Rick James. It was fun. I like this song. I just like this song. The beat has always been something to vibe to. So that was fun. I like the laundromat motif. That was nice as well. So ultimately, this this was a fun performance for what the crab. What was a little worrisome was right after the performance when the crab was like, I need to get off the stage now. <laughs> I like uh I like that they were they were like Cloud, they're like game changing. We just killed the crap <laughs> game changing. We're doing such a great job this season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did, well, are they getting paid 
on number of times they can shove that in? Like, is it like a commission? <laughs> yeah, but it's in the music now. Did you hear? Like at the beginning of the episode, they're like, game changer. I did hear it. In the, <laughs> yes, I did, sadly. <laughs> they must be. But, um, but anyway, so, okay. So the fact that the, the, I mean, one of the things that we've heard continuously from all the performers is that, and from seasons past as well, it's so hot in those costumes. Yes. And I can't imagine, uh, I, I like, I, I could understand why the crowd was like, yeah, I gotta like, y'all, this I need a, a break. But yeah. I thought it was going to be a gremlin situation. So I'm just happy that it wasn't that. I was worried about that too, but then I thought, well, there's no way we're going to see this and then just proceed to see the other two people perform. So that hopefully isn't the case, but, um, and I, and I mean, not that I needed more confirmation, but this is definitely a seasoned performer, right? So like that mm-hmm. also confirmed it for me. I didn't like that. They were like, yeah, he's getting heat exhaustion in this costume, but let's make him walk like 500 feet to like some specific <laughs> place in the back. To unmask. Well, they can't, I mean, they can't expose him, right? They compromise the whole show. Just hang a towel in front of him, in front of the judges, let him remove the mask, and then like put a hood up or something, and then, and then mm-hmm. walk him out. Do like uh, where you, everybody holds up the towels for their yes. friend who's changing? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Just close your eyes, everyone. <laughs> like the salute. I'm like, the thing is, there's literally only four people there that need not see because we know there's no audience so mm-hmm. <laughs> i know there's a virtual audience but i'm pretty sure they could have made this happen anyways well anyways, we mind. always we we've heard previously about their top security so obviously you know they're not gonna let a towel ruin that no no they're not gonna get foiled by a towel mm-hmm. i thought the mermaid on top of the washing machine was also a good touch i like that oh, there I were two that. washing machines but one mermaid i thought it was great you didn't need to have two you one was good enough the um the background i thought was also really cool and the mm-hmm. thing i enjoyed about this performance for the crab is the fact that it was so different sorry like last week you're doing a bill withers song this week you're gonna do rick james that's fabulous and i think he just has such a fun texture and tone to his voice and i i really vibed with this performance i actually didn't think mm-hmm. of the actual performers there was there was not one bad performance this week no this was a very great proof that we're going to have the right four people going to the super eight. Like all mm-hmm. four of them are great and all four of them are fun. And yeah. obviously there's two that I think are vocally stronger than the other two. But again, depending on the night, depending on the razzle dazzle, the performances, the song choices, I could see one of them pulling an upset. I could, there's no white tigers here. So it's easily a good bunch. Oh yeah. I'm super, super happy with this group. I love I'm really enjoying all four of them. So Mm -hmm. for me, this is a winner. Hell yes. So the item that they give the judges is a bowler hat. I only thought of one person and that's Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Bobby Brown's big Charlie Chapman kind of guy. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. BB like CC. I don't know. Who did he say it represented? It was uh, like it meant something. Um, did it? I mean, they're they're all supposed to be meaningful items. Let me see if I have that in my notes here. No, I don't okay. have it in my notes. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, I don't know. It felt like weirdly specific to a certain person. Uh, I didn't write it down either. But yeah, whatever. I don't know. Maybe like I don't think. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't oh. think that it's a reference to Martin Lawrence's bowling. No, no, no. Huh? It was it was an ode to Sammy Davis Jr. 
Yes. They okay. Yes. Sammy Davis okay. Jr. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Yes. Which I feel like is legit. I don't think it's what Jenny was trying to claim with the oh, it's a it's a bowler, like someone no. who's bowling. I think this felt legit. <laughs> this is the second like performer a, in a row. Yeah. Where it's like, all over again. Did you just have your notes ready? You're like, I don't care that they've changed my mind. I'm still going to say them. Yeah. Like, what was that? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would like to say, I would like to see Martin Lawrence on this show at some point. I do. I would, I would like to see that. So that was did you know bad boys. 20 years old. Did you know that Harry Potter's 20 years old? Yeah. We talked about that the other day. Yeah. Um, don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> do not love that. Do uh, not love thinking about like, oh yeah, I remember hmm. going to that movie in the theaters 20 years ago. Now that. It's two decades. Damn. Damn. Bad Boys was... I've not seen Bad Boys, by the way. But what are you going to do? Okay, no. We're not... I know the song. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm so funny. Okay, you, so you were until you confirmed it for yourself. You were until you pat you yourself on the back. Oh my that. gosh! What are you even gonna do when I come for you? <laughs> Man, this is a Wendy's. Um, I don't know what you're doing with this. Oh wait, sorry. I have one more thing to say about the crab before we move to the chameleon. So I loved the fact when the crab was having to, you know, he's like going through his things. Um, oh, too hot. I'm too hot. I have to take this off. And they do a shot to the audience members, and the audience members are like, oh, they're all concerned. You're not there. <laughs> you're not real. Stop pretending that you're real. Anyway, that made me yeah, laugh. I, again, I I've said this before. I'll say it again. I feel bad for the virtual audience who literally go to these things virtually and are not, they're not using that footage. And then I feel envy for the people that went to the tapings in like season three, because they're really using these and making the most mileage out of them. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the thing. Yeah. So the audience are not fading into the background, despite this being a couple years ago at this point, that footage. Similarly, unlike the chameleon who can successfully fade into any background, but is a standout performer here in Group A. So the chameleon comes out, okay? And the chameleon's entire clue package is put around the karate kid kind of vibes. And like, not the old karate kid, the remake with Jackie Chan, karate kid. Because I've definitely seen that commercial and it, the vibes were more similar there. Now, there's a couple of things in this clue package that redirect us back to the person I've been looking at here. But did you find any before I talk about it? Mm. Mm. Okay, sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> uh, okay, so, d- uh, no, um, let's see. So, got a kid, little chameleon, all about karate and the martial arts. Also, there were the bunch of clocks, Flava Flav, although I know it's not Flava Flav, uh, that all said 346, which is a thing, because that's what someone else said, right? Later in the clue package? Three, someone said it was the, it's the area code for Houston. Yes, the area <laughs> code for Houston. So... That's not relevant anymore. Um, no. Reprogrammed mind, body, and soul from karate, martial arts. There we go. That's what I got. Well done. You did very Thank well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, basically, he calls 
his child Little Cam, short for Chameleon. But also, his name is Cameron. Ooh! Little Cam. Get it? Get it? See? Boom. Got it. Boom. Nailed it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. So, I mean, this is... Okay. And the the, the plane that f- flew by the side was black and yellow. We've talked about this last week, but did you know black yeah. and yellow is a song yeah. made I mean, famous by Wiz Khalifa? I don't know if you know, but that's what Robin was looking for. A little black and yellow. A black mm-hmm. and yellow. So, nailed it. Yeah, it took Robin three episodes and it took me half a song. Not even half a sentence. Anyways. I I was terrified that he was going to be eliminated just solely based on the fact that all of a sudden he got it. Robin knew. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was not going to lie. I was was bricking it a little bit when I heard that. I got very worried, potentially. Mm -hmm. But also, if that had happened, I would have been like, you know what? You did well. So I was happy, but I'm very happy we get more of the chameleon. The chameleon did hip hop by Dead Prez, which I love this song so much. And it was fun. I love the background. It was like black and purple, kind of neon y. Did appreciate all of that. The dancers were good. Did you notice this? I went back, rewinded a bunch of times to confirm the chameleon's eyes are mechanical. They move. Yeah, they move. Yeah, I noticed that this episode, which I yeah. hadn't noticed previously. So, no. I don't know if they never showed them moving before. This was the first episode or I was just completely blind to the fact that they were moving in the past. But it was a spit. I think we must have both noticed it on the same kind of frame, potentially, Mm. because I didn't notice it till this time either. I will say in looking back at it, I do appreciate Mass Singer season four for doing that episode prior to the season that went through the descriptions of every single costume and taught us, you know, this is what we've added here. This is what you can look out for because it, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it came in handy learning the stuff we did about those. Whereas here, me finding out the chameleon's eyes move three times, three appearances in isn't a good look for you. You would want to advertise that ahead of time. Right. Yeah, they should always do that, I think. The making of the costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an extra Although, episode, and you can do that instead yeah. of the sing-along, and boom, you've got yourself the same episode numbers. Although I do wonder if they didn't do it because of the snail. They couldn't reveal. But it was like, alright, and then here's where your, the puppet goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can do like, they can they can have it where they're only showing like eight of some them. of them. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right. Like if you're trying the to show something cool mechanical. features. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to show the boring ones. Like they really did not. Oh my God. The bulldog was so bad, but we'll get to that. This for me, was the best performance that we've seen from the chameleon so far. I thought that everything was so smooth. And when Nicole said, this sounds like the radio, I had that exact same thought. This was just, I thought absolutely fantastic. I really, really liked this to yes. me. This was the most captivating performance of the night. Ooh, wow. Because I felt like the lights, the background felt like this is not a mass singer performance. This is mm. a actual concert that a musician would put on. And yeah, the chameleon just happens to be in this dope ass big outfit. You know what I mean? And it just uh, everything worked for me. I love that for me. I honestly, I'm glad you enjoyed the performance because I love, I love Wiz. I love the chameleon. So I was very happy with the performance myself. Um, but I'm the, I'm the, the razzle dazzle guy on the panel. So to hear you share that sentiment about a non singer. 
makes but me that's happy. The thing, but see, like, that's the thing is, is that I, yeah, while well, I appreciated, yes, I thought the background was really great. I thought it all worked. I thought that it was his performance that just sealed the deal for me. It was yes. so smooth. It sounded so clean, so crisp. Because that's what I'm saying is it's not just about being a singer. It's about being a vocalist. And so We're a f- far distance away from the frog doing fireball very horribly like the radio the the fact that it sounds very similar to a recording is important right is a very good sign so i definitely think that you are 100 on the money with this uh comparison Mm -hmm. yeah i I just uh i thought i thought it was really really fantastic and if i had to rank them this would potentially be my number one of the night rank them okay chameleon number one Black Swan Crab Piglet. Piglet was the worst performance of the night for you? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, we're not even talking about the Bulldog. Don't even get me started. I mean, we will talk about the Bulldog, but for this. Okay, fine. Bulldogs. Oh my God. All right. So the fact. So, first of all, the first note I have written down for the Bulldog. Oh God, why is it so ugly? <laughs> yeah, I have OMG that face. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I was expecting it to look, I mean, obviously not exactly like the Rottweiler, but I was expecting something along those lines. So when it comes out in this just god awful mask, I hated everything about it. Um, it was just all gold and it was. It looked more like a pug than a bulldog to it me. It did look more puggish. I, I thought I was like, "Is a bulldog? What? Oh God! I just mm, 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 mm. no, nope, not for me, not for me." Yeah, this was a very interesting gold pug. Sorry, bulldog. And yeah, I mean the the clue package. Here's the thing. So the clue package starts for me, and I immediately hear this modulated bulldog. And I stopped myself and thought, this sounds like Nick Cannon. It just sounds like Nick Cannon to me. Like during bit. the um during the, the clue explanation. Package? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then the um when I saw the red jumpered dance battle thing <laughs> with the barkins, I immediately thought wilding out. Yeah. And then I didn't really pay attention to the rest of it. So after that I was like, oh, I don't know why the skeletons here from season two. But all I thought about was, okay, I think this is Nick Cannon. I can't believe it's Nick Cannon. This is, and then because once I thought it could be him, I thought I discounted. Okay, I was like, this is why the costume sucks. Okay, this is, I'm not taking this seriously anymore, Mm -hmm. which I would have had egg on my whole face if this wasn't him and this was an actual performer because I obviously was not um, paying attention after that. So, okay. So, as so I had a very similar reaction to you that as soon as I saw the red jumpsuit stuff, I the only thing I could think of was wiling out. And then it was the flashbacks to, and at the end of the episode, we're going to have the most game changing event, a groundbreaking event to change the game completely like flashed in my head. And then your prediction about it being Nick Cannon flashed in my head. I just thought, Oh God, 
oh god it's nick cannon i had the exact same thought i was like don't be nick cannon don't be nick cannon don't be nick cannon <laughs> i was just running through my head the whole time as i was listening to the clue package and i was like i i was like oh maybe 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 some of these clues don't fit i'm like looking for a drumline clue because i just feel like that's gonna be somewhere which and- was um ultimately when they reveal him at the end the dance sequence was supposed to be a nod to his dance-based movies including drumline uh, save the dance, I think was the other one. So that wasn't a wild and out clue. That was a drumline clue. Oh, uh, well, that was what I thought step up and maybe like the evergreen field thing was supposed to somehow be drumline. I don't know. Did so what was the Super Bowl clue for him? Do you um, know? Um No, I do not know. Oh, he was in a Super Bowl commercial. That should not count. Does does, it, does that count? Uh, Super Bowl Fifty Three, catching up with Nick Cannon in Atlanta. No, that's just an interview with him. Super Bowl pre-show host Nick Cannon. Okay, that's that counts. That counts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, I so I just I couldn't pro- like my brain was having trouble getting to the point of analyzing because I was just sort of processing this as it was going along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no I think it's Nick Cannon <laughs> so I actually wrote that down for my locked in guess although in parentheses I wrote Channing Tatum question mark which I feel like would be a That's... jar answer you... I heard step up I heard sorry you heard one phrase and you said Channing Tatum lock it <laughs> up <laughs> I heard stepping it up step up so it wasn't even step up it was stepping it up yeah, but stepping it up, step up, you know, just different tenses. You can't be mad then if Jenny McCarthy says bowler hat. Okay, maybe Martin Lawrence. <laughs> if look, you thought I wasn't, stepping it up. Okay, look, I, I just, I thought on the off chance that I have to sit here and speculate about who I thought it could be. And it's not Nick Cannon. I'm going to throw my bowler hat in the ring for Channing Data. <laughs> I. So real quick, I want to talk about this. Should they have? Because in my opinion, having Nick Cannon be one of the performers is genius if he's actually a performer. If he's actually just taking this season off and being a performer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I can work with that. Because could you imagine Nick Cannon puts his best foot forward, survives to the Super 8 somehow, Mm -hmm. and then gets revealed like after two performances? They would lose their minds. The judges would, would we them. would. Yeah, that would be wild. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So, because like all of this, if all of this was really, all right, we had a gimmick gimmick buy round and then buy Nisi Nash. I'm like, you could have just let Nisi Nash continue mm-hmm. hosting and give Nick a shot of like doing the thing that he's hosted for four seasons. That's actually a pretty compelling story to me of I've stood next to these people for seasons and now I'm getting to do it and I know what they're looking for. I'm going to be shady. Like, I would have loved that. I think also because it's such a an unnatural excuse, right? Because mm-hmm. the, and that's like, oh, this is how we can work him in. But obviously they chose not to do that because yeah. then, oh, my God, Nisi. Oh, my God, we're over. Oh, oh no. Vote won't count. Nisi actually actually decides who's going to get unmasked. Oh, the bulldog. Oh, Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah, that that didn't make sense to me because then also. Nick Cannon at the end was like still blaming her for eliminating him. I was like, oh, so this wasn't a, a game? Like we're actually going to pretend no. that was canon? <laughs> Nick, well, uh, Nick, did um, did they actually did they read the vault guesses? 
they did not. <laughs> yeah, they made him put the ball guesses in that like crappy little doghouse thing that looked like it was made for a kid going to Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and then they have to get Valentine's from all their for kid friends or whatever. I'm sorry. Oh my god. That, okay, so it was it's a practice that happened in my elementary school where on Valentine's Day everybody had to bring a shoebox and you got to decorate it, and then you had to bring Valentine's for all the other kids in your class. What? <laughs> and it was it was so you you know you could buy the ones from the store you give everybody the same one but if you had a crush then you could make a fancy one just for that person like do you like me check yes or no you know classic <laughs> once i was seven years old my school told me get a dog house and give it to your crush what no <laughs> I feel like I've misrepresented elementary school. Let me restart. No, so no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Okay. But who okay, let fine. the dogs out? Who? 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 I hate who? us who? so who? much who? right four. now. There's four who's. Did we do four? Otherwise, we got to redo the whole bit. Sometimes <laughs> you remind me of um, Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec, where you had it. The joke was made, <laughs> I, and then you take it one step too far. Okay, did I? So when we were talking about the crab, and there was Big Ben, I wrote down Big Ben Clack because of John Ralphio when he's doing his raps. Yes. Yeah. So I feel John Ralphio. I got run over by Alexis. All right. If I leave you, you're just gonna keep going. So I'm gonna take the mic back from you here. Um, what did you think of the song? Did we talk about that? What did you think of the performance from the Bulldog? Oh, uh, yeah. So again, it was a little tough because I was very overwhelmed by everything that was happening. Uh, I will say the voice is not what I was uh, expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, a bit flat at points, but wow. the falsetto was there. <laughs> so good on Nick like that huh. for that. No, it's fine. <laughs> But was it was it okay? Where would you okay? Rank all five. Where does the Bulldogs' performance fall for you? No, no, it was last. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> like if this was a regular vote, I'm telling you, the Bulldog would have probably been out. So yes. they didn't need to Nisi Nash it. They really didn't, but they did. And that's fine. We're cool with that. That's cool. But yeah, basically the the episode kind of like just falls apart after that to me because there were no vault guesses. There's no vote. That Nisi Nash comes on and says, "I'm picking you out." I'm eliminating this round. Okay, bye, Bulldog. You're out of here. And then it's Rob. Uh, it's Robin. It's Nick Cannon. Nick says his thanks. And like Nick keeps saying he loves Nisi like 18 billion times, which to me screamed, I'm so sorry. I'm taking this back from you, but bye. This was fun for you, but it's my <laughs> turn now. And he's going to be back starting next week. And Nisi said goodbye, and the show ends. Aw, it's so sad. We didn't even get to hear the vault guesses. I know. I know. And I mean, I would have loved to see them try and convince themselves that this was anyone else, but we didn't get mm-hmm. that. It's cool. The one or line, like the embarrassment from Ken of not knowing that it was Nick. Oh, I didn't know my daddy. Oh, maybe oh, we God. were spared. Never mind. I take it back. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I, I do think that um, it would have been great if one of the future, you know how they gave, give a gift to one of the judges if Nick mm. Cannon survived far enough and gave Ken a Darth Vader and then they clued in who it was, that would have been fun. <laughs> That would oh, have been, been funny. I'm your father. Yeah, exactly. Ow. I hit my knee. I hit my knee. What are you I'm doing okay. over there? <laughs> I'm just, just, I'm sorry. I'm okay. 
out here sustaining injuries in the middle of a podcast while sitting down. I'm gonna be like, oh, how'd you get that bruise? Podcasting. <laughs> it's a contact sport, so it's pretty intense, mom. Don't even come yeah, for if me. There was a person to get injured while podcasting. I would draft you first. I mean, that's true. I do just get random bruises from time to time. Yeah. Hmm. Just, it's just random. Just you happening. Know. Who knows? Yeah. No. Yeah. You're weird. You're very weird. I'm weird. I believe that's what I said. No. Okay. no I'm so <laughs> relatable. I don't even. I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, but obviously I'm the cool one on the podcast. So it's fine. So we come to the end of Group B's final. Okay. Your final, your four people making it to the Super 8 are Piglet, Black Swan, the Chameleon, and the Crab. That's the four. Mm -hmm. Now, next week, we're going to find out which four make it to the Super 8 from Group A. That group currently includes the Orca, Robopine, the Seashell, and the Russian Dolls. And then, including the new wild card that's going to come through, we'll see what happens there. I do, if I may predict, I think if the new wild card is even half as good as any of the other three, the orc is leaving next episode. I would co-sign that. I yeah. well, so wait, wait, wait. We're gonna have one more wild card, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I just I feel bad. Well, I don't know if I feel bad for the orca. Nah, it's fine. I don't care. But I hope they bring in a better performer and the orca goes. Sorry, Mark McGrath. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm look, I'm in. I'm I'm gonna be excited to see one more performance, but. I also, if they bring in a better performer, I'm not going to be mad. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm actively going to be rooting for a better performer than the Orca, and I'm okay. Yeah. With it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I hope you're okay with this episode coming to a close because we've, we've made it to the end of this episode here. Leona, where can people find you, and what are you up to? Okay. Well, first, I just want to say. P to the O to the OIA. I can't wait to talk to you next day. Yeah. So. You could have said every. I look forward to talking to you every day. Okay. Well, I, I do. The next day, I do like for context, for context, there's still quite a few hours into this day before it's nighttime and bedtime. So are you just not going to talk to me till tomorrow now? <laughs> I mean, I said it here. So obviously I have to stick with that. Definitely can't break it. I you can you can find me on Twitter at Leonor <laughs> I'm podcasting about Drag Race, just uh, chilling, uh, talking about season thirteen. Be finishing up soon, and um, yeah, that's me. That's me talking to Puya every day. It's too late now. That ship has oh. set sail. Okay. You can find me on all major social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram. Twitch.tv, YouTube. It's Puyaism for all of those. And as far as podcasting goes, Liana, somehow 90 Day Fiance is finished, but <laughs> we still have two weeks of reunion to talk about. So I'll be back talking about those with Rob um, before we wrap up season eight to completion. Big Brother, we're down to the final seven, but it's still not done. So we'll be talking about that every week as well. And um, am I missing anything? I don't think I'm missing anything else. 
Oh, you know, I totally was. You know what? Yes. The circle, <gasps> oh, no. baby. The circle baby. coming to a close on Saturday. We're going to talk about it. And it's going to come to a close on Friday. So that's happening. Circle Season 3 UK has been so good. So good. I can't wait to watch this finale and then talk about it. So that's going to be great. And then, you know, you blink your eyes together. Boom. You're, you're at Season 2 of the US Circle. So the circle keeps circling back and i keep talking about it as well now i don't have a rhyming end for you liana but i will think about it while i plug all the other stuff um and by plug i mean specifically again if you would like to leave a rating and review that would be very much appreciated we're we're on the we're on a goal to 100 and i think we're getting there you can find that information over on robswebsite.com slash masked singer that's m-a-s-k-e-d s-i-n-g-e-r all right. Okay. L to the I to the A N A. You talk to her every day. <laughs> you can't make. Huh? Thoughts? Pot, you know, I'm willing to take constructive criticism as well. G double O D B Y E. We're leaving now. Talk to thee next week. Later. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week where we talk about Group A finals before the Super 8. I don't even know what these phrases mean anymore, but <laughs> take care. Have a good one. And may we all get a better wild card than the Bulldog. How about that? Bye. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.